This is Snake. Can you hear me? Good. The mission is simple. Put your geek pants on and infiltrate Foxhound. If you need backup, contact Ken and Chris on their codec frequency. Ready? Snake out. Um, this is part two of a two-part episode. Yeah, even though, I mean, I'm probably going to number it as a separate episode. Why would you do that? Because. Why wouldn't I do it, Chris? Oh, yeah, you're the editor. I'm the editor. Plus, it makes us look better. Like, shit, these guys have made 35 episodes? It's crazy! Instead of going, 34. 34 part two? <laughs> I see where your head's at. Part and I accept your argument. And mm. I will let you continue with the 35th episode. Titled, We Talk About A Quiet Place. I think the whole episode we should just subtitle the whole thing. <laughs> it wouldn't be too bad because then I could watch it on the shitter without feeling weird. <laughs> Jeez, Chris, you've been in there a while and all I hear is YouTube videos. I've been pooping! Hurt! <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So. I don't really know where to start with this one because, because like while I've said in uh, our previous episode that I thought Hereditary was the better of the two, mm -hmm. I don't want that to imply that this was a garbage movie, okay? Because this was also a fantastic movie, mm -hmm. all right? Um, and I'm actually glad that I watched this with John Krasinski before I watched Jack Ryan. Okay. Okay. Because, like, I mean, you know, he's Jim Helper, right? So, to see him, I mean, okay, he grew a beard, big deal. But to see this movie, what I really, really liked about this movie, and one of the things I really liked about Hereditary, is the way this movie is shot. Mm -hmm. Okay? And this is significant because, I mean, uh, Krasinski is the fucking co-writer. Director. And the director. Producer. That, that's, I don't even, I'm not even going to list that one because, I mean, anybody can be a producer. Michael Bay also produced this. See what I mean? Anybody. Literally anybody with a heartbeat can be a producer. Hey, guess what? You're a producer. Anyone with a big fat check can be a producer. Yeah. We're producers. We produce content. We're producers. Let's see if we can win, win a car while we're on camera. Oh, yeah. I didn't even do that, actually. Um, That'd be pretty Actually, that would be pretty sweet. <laughs> well, I think it's probably Please Play Again. It oh, is Please Play Again. I got Ressay Sur Vouple, which is French for Please Play Again. Oh. All right. Anywho. Thanks for that, Tim Hortons. Yeah, thanks for nothing, really, I guess. Yeah, but uh, so, so what's incredible is that, so this is first-time director. Yep. Okay, and Hereditary, first-time director, mm -hmm. and both of these are incredibly confidently shot movies. That's one of the things I said in Hereditary, and this is the same thing. I was amazed at how confident this movie was. The things that he did in this movie, the thoughts or the things that he showed, like the way he showed everything. And I mean, for a movie that intentionally has next to no dialogue, it is incredible watching this movie. When I watched it the first time, uh, I watched it on my phone again. So the subtitles didn't show up. Ooh. So I had no idea what they were actually saying. Okay. Unless they said it out loud. 
However, the way this was shot and the way this family worked together, you're still getting the context of everything. Mm -hmm. So much so that when I watched it again with subtitles, it wasn't like, oh, I had no fucking clue. It was like, okay, it just added more weight to these the, the scenes, but I was at never at no point in time was I like I, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, like I can understand um, uh, people who have a hard time with subtitles because because like with the signing when they're signing they're subtitles, right? Yeah. yeah. So I can understand that some people that have issues with subtitles because they're they're like ah, I find it distracting. Whereas for me and I'm sure for you to some degree too because. I grew up watching anime and kung fu flicks, so for me it was like, yeah, it's just kind of part of it, you yeah. know. I don't really. I always watch Crouching Tiger when the subtitles on. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, but even I've noticed, like when it's late at night, yeah. I'll watch Netflix with subtitles on, because you know I don't want to wake up my wife when I'm watching Archer for the millionth time, <laughs> because I don't want her to wake up and be like, "Are you fucking for real? What season? Season six? Yeah, I thought so." <laughs> And I have to be like, but it's the biggest agency. So she just wakes up to you laughing, not knowing what you're laughing at. Therefore, creepy. <laughs> Actually, that she has. Just, is he just? She woke up. She woke up one time and she's just like, "Yeah, I heard you laughing." And uh, must have had your headphones on because I didn't. Because I said like, "Are you up?" I didn't hear anything, but I heard you laugh again, and I thought, oh, "Okay, all right." <laughs> I can't remember what I was watching for that one, but I was like, yeah. Oh, I was watching It's Always Sunny. <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen it, so I started watching it again, and I was just like, oh my god, this is too funny. This is too funny. But anyway, so, getting back to that, so, I didn't lose any of the context watching this movie without the subtitles. And I was, I gotta say, I was blown away by this movie all the way through. I think the reason why I hold Hereditary higher, though, is because I watched it first. I watched it first, and I'll be honest with the trailers for the Quiet Place. A uh, Quiet Place. I don't know what I'm saying. The I'm the for everything. The the uh, Kenneth Lanitsky. The, uh. um, the trailers, while they don't give away the entire movie, I guess it's because of the way the movie is. You're just kind of like I think I kind of know what's going on mm -hmm. with with the hereditary. I don't fucking clue. Yeah, well, you know what I mean. No. And even like. There's a bunch of surprises in this movie. At a certain point, I knew how it was going to end. And I was actually disappointed that that's how they ended it. Or no, uh, how the climax was. The actual ending, I didn't see coming. But I was still kind of like, I kind of wish we saw like an extra ten minutes or so. Okay. You know? But, uh... It is relatively short. I mean, it's 90 minutes, which is, I guess, a basic length for a horror film. But you're right, I think it could have another ten Another 10, maybe 15. Stretch it out a little bit more. You know, but, uh, I mean... And I'm saying that, too, because I love I loved it so much, I would have liked to stay in that world another 10, 15 I, minutes. And that's that's exactly it. Like, for yeah. me to say that, like, I like Hereditary better, and I mean, this movie's so fucking good, though. Like, A Quiet Place is just... And I agree. Like, kind of... With Hereditary, my immediate re reaction was, I kind of want to see where this goes, but ultimately I, I don't, because it's not going to be the same. Mm-hmm. Whereas this one, if they did do a sequel, I feel like it would be just as good. Uh, maybe not, like, maybe a little bit less at the at the least. Not as good, but I feel like it would be just as good and I would be happy to revisit it. Mm -hmm. 
Whereas I think ultimately at the end, if they did Hereditary to the Hereditarian, I would be like, ah. The Hereditarian. <laughs> I have no fucking idea. But I mean, the, I think I would be. The only Hereditaries. <laughs> yeah, that's right. There's more than one, though. <laughs> that's right. And I just, I think I would just be like, yeah, you shouldn't have done that. Yeah, that you shouldn't was, have done that. Well, that was a dumb idea. Whereas A Quiet Place 2, A Quieter Place. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd just be like, thank you. Thank you guys for doing that. I like that. Well, they're working on it. He's working on the screenplay. It sounds like it's going to follow a new family. It's They almost kind of have to. I love how this movie picks up 89 days into this whole thing going on. Yeah. We don't know how these aliens came here. We don't know how they took over everything. That was one of my favorite parts, too. Day 89. It was just day 89, and boom. It's yeah. just these people, this family, barefoot, which I thought was a really cool part. Sand, trail. There's like, all these little things that they're doing, and like, like you, you, you see them barefoot, and you're like, oh, okay. You notice the clothes, you're like, okay. So it's probably fall time, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, they're in a supermarket. She's grabbing like uh, meds, and everything is very meticulous, very like very quiet, very like don't want to move anything, and and you're just like, you're in because you're like, holy crap, like. Whoa. And like like you said, with the, the sand trail, just even that. Mm -hmm. Just that extra little bit where you're like, holy shit. And immediately my mind starts going like, the longer this goes, evolution will take over. And now these people will have no need to speak. Right? Yeah. They'll have extra better, like their hearing will be better, their eyesight will be better, the pads of their feet will be ridiculous. They'll be uh, more acclimatized to cold. You know, like, that's how my mind is going. And I'm just like, I can't get over this. This is nuts. This is nuts. And what I really like uh, is within three minutes, you've established everything you need. Oh, yeah. Everything you need. Everything is there. Everything is there. Um, I'm trying to remember the trailers for The Quiet Place. And I don't think, I don't think they showed the monsters now that I think about it. No. No, they show kind of like maybe just like an outline of them as they're running through the bush. Like they didn't actually straight up show them in the trailers. And even like when they first, when you first see it, you just, it's quick. But they give you just enough to go, this is a bonkers design for an alien. Mm -hmm. Which I really enjoy because like I, I, I read a lot of stuff. And one of the things that I've read is the, uh, when like, Humans, we always anthropomorphize things. Mm -hmm. I think that's the word. So, like, that's why, like, Disney movies, the animals speak like humans or they act like humans. Things like that. That's why, like, when you look at Avatar, they're essentially just taller, blue human beings, right? Yeah. We always just kind of subconsciously make it so that um, if Captain Kirk banged a green chick, she, yes, she's an alien, but she has all the same reproductive organs that, you know, that <laughs> humans would have. Right, so it's not really weird when you really think about it—a truly alien thing. You wouldn't be able to have sex with it. No. And I, I hate that that's the term, like the basis for it. But you know what I mean? Like you wouldn't be able, you wouldn't look at it and go, "Oh, you're pretty much just like me, except you got like a crusted thing on your forehead." Yeah. Like Worf from Deep uh, Deep Space Nine and Star Trek: The Next Generation. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I always like when I see blockers alien designs, then I'm like. Oh, like uh, like the arrival, where you're just like, yes, wow, that's an alien. That is something that is just, just incomprehensible totally world. to the laws of physics that we understand it as, mm -hmm. right? Um, 
like a quiet place while yes is a bonkers design i feel like it's a bit more of an evolutionary thing yeah but still i love the design the creature design in this film is amazing mm -hmm. i see kind of uh a cross between the cloverfield monster and the demogorgon from stranger things ah demogorgon's so crazy i love the demogorgon oh oh Oh, Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'd actually have to agree. Kind of like uh, Cloverfield slash... Because the way it walks, that like gorilla to walk is just like the Cloverfield monster. Yeah, exactly, you know? exactly. Um, I also, I, I like that it actually walked like on all fours yeah. all the time. Mm -hmm. You would never at any point, like, uh, like Alien, and I love Alien. The design is incredible. Makes no sense mm -hmm. that it's able to walk on like almost upright like a man with a head like that giant bulbous thing. Like, <laughs> but it's just yeah, it's part of the part of the war. But the design was incredible. But what I loved was so weird to say this, but like within ten minutes, like like I said, you set the scene, you set the table, so to speak. This is the world. We're already like eighty nine days into this world. This is already the ways that we're trying to survive in this world. And everything's quiet. You barely hear anything. Mm -hmm. And then the youngest kid turns on that uh, shuttle, yeah. shuttle toy. Oh, that's... And the second you hear the siren on that thing, you're immediately like, holy fuck. And instantly you start hearing the gallop. And everyone's just like, they're trying to get to him. Gone. God, and they God. show him getting snatched too. Yeah. They did not shy away from everything. So right away I was like, okay, okay. Oh, so that's what this movie's like. All right. Yeah. Okay. Then they fast forward. Then they hop to day four seventy two. Yeah. She's pregnant now. She's pregnant. Emily Blunt's pregnant. She's pregnant. I find it funny. I was looking at at the cast for this. Every character in this movie has a name and a last name, yet not one of their names is mentioned in the movie. Actually, that is hilarious. They could have just went father, mother, daughter. But what are you going to do, right? Like, Because this isn't like a conventional movie where like, uh, you can't have a scene where I'm talking on the phone and I have to go, hey, brother, John, yeah. who I've had a brother, my younger brother, John, I haven't talked to you in forever. Um, how is my sister that I haven't seen in forever, Cassandra? So that the audience knows that who I'm talking to is my brother, John. <laughs> Yeah. He's been my brother, and I'm the oldest. And you have a sister. And I have a sister, yes. whose name is Cassandra. You know yes. what I mean? Like, it's one of those where, when Family Guy pointed it out, I was like, oh yeah, that is the dumbest fucking thing. We never ever noticed it because we're just so used to it. Yeah. Right? Because in normal conversation, I would never go, hey, Kenneth, my friend from my entire life. Yeah. How are you? And how is your wife, Adrian? Because yes. you are married. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Half the time, be weird if she's my wife and I'm not married. Half the time, if I'm out in the open and somebody calls me, I'm yeah. just like, nope, you can text because nobody else needs to hear this conversation. <laughs> no, one of these assholes in the bus is just like, oh, yeah, everybody needs to hear this conversation. Mm -hmm. Like, what is, I didn't get a text that said it's important, pick up phone, so I'm not picking up the phone. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. I, ne I never picked that up, too, but I guess I'm used to just kind of go, well, it's just, yeah, no names. Mm -hmm. You rarely say it. <clears throat> John Krasinski is Lee Abbott. Like I was looking at the character, Lee Blunt is <laughs> Evelyn Abbott. Uh, 
Millicent Simmons, uh, amazing young actress who's deaf. I'm so happy they hired an actual deaf actress to play it. That I actually, I was surprised by too, and I didn't see that coming because in a movie like this, you could have done it and it would have been fine. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. But it is incredible that it's also like a nice little attention to detail mm -hmm. that Krasinski was like, oh, we need a deaf girl. Yeah. You know? And the fact that, you know, him and Emily like learned sign language, if they didn't already know it. Yeah. To like, it's just, ah, oh, it's amazing. Yeah. It's an amazing. She was incredible her, in this movie. She is so good. Her facial expressions are amazing in this movie. So good. Like, right um, at the bat when the little kid gets snatched. Like, she's cool. standing there having no idea that the shovel's going off behind her. And just, she's exactly. looking at her parents' expressions like, what's what going on? What the fuck? And then turns around and goes, that's my fault. Yeah. I just killed my brother. Yeah. And you feel it. I was like, oh, man, I can't get over this. Um, but even just... The arguments that she's having with her dad, mm -hmm. and in sign language. Yeah. And the best part is, is when, like I said, when I watched this, I didn't get subtitles, so I don't know what they're talking about, but I have a feeling I know what they're talking about. Yeah. You know. And uh, it was the scene where, it's the scene where uh, Lee takes his Lee son Abbott. Noah. That, that's the actor, Marcus. Oh, sorry. Uh, so Lee takes Marcus. To the, to the river. Oh, twins. Interesting. No, it's... No. Noah as Marcus. Oh, and Kate is Bo. Bo. Okay. So Marcus, mm -hmm. he takes Marcus instead of uh, Regan. Regan. Or Regan. Regan? And she's like, I'm the oldest. What the fuck? Yeah. And he's just like, you don't understand type of thing. Takes the kid, the youngest of the youngest boy now. And I remember just immediately being like, she wants to go. She's the oldest. He says no. And she thinks, it's because I killed my brother, isn't it? Mm -hmm. You don't love me anymore. So then when they have the scene behind the waterfall, where they actually get to speak. And the boy is telling And the, the boy's like, hey, you know, she thinks you don't love her. He's like, that's ridiculous. That's the dumbest thing ever. And you're like, yeah, I know it is. But when you're a kid, you don't think your parents love you. And the kid says you should tell her that. Everybody, everybody goes, it's dumb. Your parents love you. Yeah. But that kid goes... Uh, they they don't they haven't said it in a while so mm -hmm. you know so and I was like man like ah oh, so good um Emily Blunt oh actually across the board for a movie like this to say absolutely nothing really you don't really say much in this movie to be able to convey so much of emotion and a range of emotion yeah to be able to tell a story all of them are incredible. They're all incredible. Like, the fucking scene where the kid is, like, pretending to drive in the car, in the truck. It's completely silent. Doesn't do anything. But he's literally, like, shifting and everything. I was like, man, that is awesome. Yeah. That is so awesome. And they're, they're soundproof in the place because they got to make it so that when this baby is born. Well, yeah. It doesn't kill everybody because the noise that this baby's going to make because it's a baby. Like, I remember they did the, uh, they had the scene where the, teddy bears in the box and then there's the face mask on the the teddy bear and i was like what the fuck is going on and then i went oh yeah because she's pregnant yep so they're gonna have to do something if some mask on the babies the baby's quiet yeah or even just the monsters show up they have to put this baby away in a spot where it can live yeah without getting killed because it's being a putting baby. this baby in a casket and then immediately you're like it's insane that you would actually have a kid during this period of time, because what the fuck, right? But as far as they know, this is it. This is how the world is now, and they're just going to live it 
for as long as they can until they all die. Yeah. And I can't help but feel that even though uh, Krasinski's character is super optimistic, he's constantly trying to make a uh, hearing aid that helps his daughter hear. Mm-hmm. Constantly doing this. He feels like um, that they're going to get out of this on some level. I think they all kind of go like, we, we are going to die. And it's going to be horrible. Yeah. You know? But, uh, fuck, it's so good. It's such a good movie. Krasinski blew me away in this. I mean, I've seen him in a couple things since The Office. So I've got used now to him being more than Jim. Right. Right? Hard to, after nine years of seeing him play one crazy, sarcastic, goofy character. What else? What else besides this and Jack Ryan? Uh, 13 Hours. Oh, yes, yes, which, actually. Which he was really good at. And there was that one, looked really one good. One other one. There's one other one. Um, but yeah, no, I saw this coming out. And it's great, too, because Emily's his wife in real life. Yeah. He finished the script. He's like, can you, can you read it and just let me know what you think? And she read it, and she went, I must play this character. He goes, no, 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 it's okay. I don't want you to think you got to play this character because I'm directing. And she goes, no, you don't understand. Yeah. If you weren't directing this, I still want to play this character. And I can see exactly why. Yeah. Because, like I was saying, like it's incredible the amount of acting that's being done with very little dialogue. Yeah. With very little, like, hey, I'm telling you how I feel. It's, I'm showing you how I feel. And even in some of the scenes where they're, they're like, they're five, that kind of stuff, you're still just like, that's still insane. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely nuts, right? But, like, oh, man. It's just, like, that, and it's just this one stretch with her. One stretch, like, just go upstairs with the laundry, pulls the nail thing up, upstairs with the laundry, water breaks, oh my god, goes down, steps on the fucking nail, breaks something, monsters show up. So now she's in pain, in labor, keeping quiet. This thing is there, she's got fear. When in her she face. stepped on the nail, and when they showed the nail, I was like, oh god, that's gonna be brutal. That yeah. is gonna be brutal. And full on just steps right on yeah. it, and you're like, well in labor. Oh my god. That whole scene, the labor scene, I was just like, this is so crazy. This is so crazy. She's in the tub just like, and, and the monster's the right behind her. the first time you actually get a really good look at this monster. Yeah. Because up until that point, it was just quick grabs. Quick flash. Because there's yeah. the shot of the old dude yeah. whose wife is dead. Yeah, so he screams. And he loses it. And of course, like, she's like, mm, but he loses it. And then the monster comes. And I love how quick those monsters come. Yeah. You know? Well, they know, like, his board there says there's three in the area. Three in the area. And they move quick. And they're moving quick. They're plated, like, armored yeah. skin and things like that. What's their weakness? And even just, like, that alone, like, I was just like, man, like, this is, like, there's so much to this that I was like, I can't get over how cool this is. There's so much with so little. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Because there's not a lot going on. Like, it's just a little family on this farm. You have no idea how these things got here. Exactly. You have no idea what the rest of the world looks like. But what I also like is that the rest of the world, like even through the newspaper clippings, the rest of the world doesn't know either. Yeah. It just kind of showed up, fucked everything up. And I read an article where he was just like, like Krasinski was like, I just thought the idea of like seeing something in the midst of it where, because like we always watch the movies where aliens show up. Aliens attack, and immediately we're like, we know how to fix this. Yes. And so when I read that, where he's just like, I'm looking at it like, we just got fucked up because we didn't know how to handle these people. Like, these things. These aliens. 
Um, and I think he hesitated to use aliens, but in any event, he was just like, these things, are, they, we just didn't know how to handle them, they just overwhelmed us, we got fucked up, and now it's just it's the aftermath. And I immediately started, to, it reminded me of a seminal classic, Reign of Fire, uh, starring Christian Bale, mm-hmm. and, and Matthew, Matthew McConaughey, and Gerard Butler. Uh, That's right. The trifecta. <sighs> <laughs> He has, he has a shot, right? Yeah. Sir? He has yeah. a shot. Now he just plays a certain type of character. Yeah. And good for him. Good for him. But I loved that. Uh, it's like when I. It reminded me of that because they literally got fucked up. The one dragon showed up, and then the rest of the world just got eaten alive by all the dragons because mm-hmm. they didn't know how to handle them. They couldn't. And I was like, yeah, that's actually really, really cool. So I enjoyed that aspect. You need to do that as an episode, too. Oh, fuck. That's one. That is one where I constantly rewatch, and I am happy to say. I even put mine in an orange case. I am happy to say that is. I hate orange, but that is awesome. <laughs> that is absolutely stellar. Stellar. But like, I love this movie. I have rewatched this movie several times. And the yeah. last time I re- no, the I think it was like a five year window, and I remember thinking like, I don't know if I should rewatch this because. I'm afraid that it won't hold up. I'm afraid that I won't like it as much as I did. Happy to say, I fucking love that movie. Yeah. Absolutely love that movie. I don't even care. Like, even the CGI is still actually pretty good for a movie that didn't have a huge budget. It held up pretty well. Held up pretty well. I mean, it blows my mind to think that movie is 17 years old already. Is it? Yeah, 2002. That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. But so good. So good. Um, but yeah, so so immediately I had that parallel and I thought that was kind of neat where we get to see it where they're literally like, fucked. You know, this isn't like um, a decade removed. Mm-hmm. They're still in the thick of it. Oh yeah, this right? is only two months in. Because like, because uh, <clears throat> Reign of Fire is about a decade, decade later. Yeah. Give or take. Uh, maybe even 10, a little 15. more because he's a little kid. In, in, he's like about a 13 and yeah. he's in his mid... It's about 10, 15. Yeah, okay. Kind of like Batman. Kind of like Batman. Essentially, I never made that parallel before, but here I am. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, oh, fuck. when you actually finally see the full-on reveal of those things, gross. Mm-hmm. Just Gross. Like the, the shell, the armored shell opens up and it's all fleshy looking. Oh, like when they do the ear <laughs> and they show it just like really glitter, and I was just like, oh, this is so gross. But it was so well done. Like, oh, what's the scene? Oh, the scene when they fall in the grain elevator or the oh grain my container God. or whatever. That scene. And immediately I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, they're fucking dead. They're fucking dead. Yeah. And then it gets in and you're like, Oh my god, this is over. And then his hearing reacts with her hearing aid, and they're both just like, ah. But yeah. that thing is way worse off than she is. And they're just like, that's the weakness. And I was just like, I love that. I love that because I'm a huge Daredevil fan, and they always say, like, his greatest strengths is also his greatest weaknesses. And you've seen it time and time again where the people that know his strengths use that to fuck with him yeah. and hurt him, right? I was just like, man, that is so awesome. It's like all the little things. Like, there's so much attention to detail that, like, again, like, I'm trying to, like, not that I'm actively trying to find plot holes or things that don't make any sense, but none of it. None of it 
at any point in time, you're just like, everything they're doing makes sense. No, I mean, you could. You know, similar to Hereditary, you could, like, really I feel scrape like through you could it. reach, it'd be a reach where and I'm like, reach. I'm like, yeah, but get the fuck out of here. And my, my dad watched Quiet Place, he's like, where'd the nail come from? That's stupid. They wouldn't remove the nail. I'm like, how would they remove it without making noise? You would just push it down. She pulled it back up with the bag. Yeah, exactly. You can't, you, you just have to pound the nail and the things are on. Yeah, exactly. You can't pound the nail in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. And I guarantee you, even the physical act of the back and forth they're going to hear it. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. They're going to hear it. They're going to investigate. And he's like, okay, well, how about the water part where she's with the baby and then the water starts filling up the basement or the little bunker? Yeah. And I was like, well, that's because when he got in there with her and the baby, the monster showed up above them and it was going crazy above them looking for them, ripped open the pipes. Yeah. Caused something. Yeah. Because I did the same the thing. I was like, oh, it seems weird that the water all of a sudden run. But then I was just like, yeah, but anything could happen up there. We didn't see it. Yeah. Monster could have done anything. Maybe it heard water and then hit the pipe. Yeah, anything. Because obviously it doesn't attack by sight, it attacks by sound. Exactly. You know, and I mean, so yeah, you're right. Like, you could try. You could try. I kind of like that you're just like, yeah, Dad? Boom! Yeah. Oh, what else? Well, you want to stuff that in the net? Boom! No, you don't. I just feel bad in this world for the people that rip a fart. Can you imagine oh, farting and now Oh my dead? god, that's the way like, you go. Oh, my stomach. <sighs> dead. Yeah, because you have that three seconds of farting yeah. and going, oh. Yeah. I feel better now. I can't make it to the soundproof bunker. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I, it's, it's funny <laughs> that you thought of that. I, like, you know, the diarrhea, just yeah. that horrible, yeah. like, oh, God. The gurgle. The gurgles. <laughs> the gurgle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's probably or, you, how. or you sneeze. Oh. Yeah, like all these things. Damn my like, allergies. That's they gotta be so over right nuts. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so the grain part I thought was crazy. The grain part led into, like like I said, where I called the ending and I was like, I really don't want this to happen. Or the climax, I should say. I really did not the want the climax to be the father showing he loves his kids, especially his oldest daughter, by... Screaming out loud and getting the monster away from them. The holy shit did that pull on the heartstrings. Yeah. Right before he went out there, his wife said to him, you got to protect them. Exactly. You have to protect our kids. Which, actually, on the one hand, I was like, yeah. And then the other hand, I was like, why would you fucking say that? Like, yeah. Well, you know, he protected them, and then he's dead. You so. know the monsters you're dealing with, right? Like, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Like, but he was already fucked, I think, got him and, like, stomach yeah no 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 i get that but holy shit like when he's looking at his daughter and she's looking at him and then she when he said, does, before he yeah. even starts doing anything she automatically knows what he's about to do exactly and i mean and like, just like and you see the build up on both their faces and you're like oh my he god he does the i love you and and, and, the, and the, it's, it's it's a great scene it's a haunting scream too oh just, ah, it's the same scream that the old guy did yeah like he built it he's been building it up and yeah well and I'm, like, I'm, look, I'm getting a little teary-eyed when, right the old guy did it, when the old guy did it, and it was a scream that you didn't expect, you were like, well, yeah, because you don't have that release. Yeah. You don't have that release. You don't have the ability to just you be got like, all, fuck! all this pain in you right now. You know? Yeah. You know, what's, uh, what's one of my favorite lines? Fuck the world for all it's worth. Every inch of planet Earth. Right? <laughs> what's that? Yeah, that's a Pantera quote, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah. Fuck myself. Don't get involved. <laughs> um. So, but yeah. So like, I just. I was disappointed that it was a telegraph scene, and it did take away because I really like the scene itself. It's absolutely beautiful. It's just one of those where I, I literally kind of went, that's how you tell your daughter you love her. Like, it, actually, it was when he got hit. When he got hit, I was like, yeah, called it. It's over. You know? But it still it still didn't make the ending any less amazing. Yeah. Because that was a fucking incredible ending. Because, like, at this point now, she's had two altercations with this thing, and both times, they're both getting messed up because of the hearing, or the uh, uh, sound wave clash, or whatever. Mm. Um, so I was like, okay, alright. And when they get to, like, her workshop, and she sees all the... Yeah, because he's never let her go down there. So when she goes down there and sees that, here she thought he didn't she, he didn't love her anymore. And now she sees that... It, all he did was love her. All he did was trying to make it so that she could hear, yeah. so that she could live longer than she should in this scenario. And then I was just like, oh my god, see, like, that's crazy. I think, like, if they didn't have that scene, then his, his sacrifice scene wouldn't have been as powerful. Mm-hmm. But I, I was like, oh man, like, that's so great that she got to see it. But then, when they got to use it to kill the thing, I was like, yes! Mm-hmm. Fucking right! And that's why I'm saying, like, if we had another 15 minutes where they clean up the area, because it shows, I think, three actually coming. Well, it's three. It shows two. Yeah, that's right. It shows two. In the it shows the they two. took the one out, so the two out of two are clipping. charging in. They are clipping. Because, I mean, she shot the shotgun too, right? That's right. That's going to bring them running. Yeah, exactly. Shot the shotgun. But I was like, man, just to see them clean up that area and then hopefully be able to tell other people, that would have been just, I would have been like, holy fuck. But then it would have put it in a position where now you don't really need a sequel. Because realistically, the way they end it, you have a pretty good idea they get out of it okay. Oh yeah, for sure. Like You know, they make it like, when she cocks it, I was like, well, it's over. Yeah. But... Though it would have been nice to see them take out the two, and then and then her to look at her kids and they talk. I exactly exactly so. There's no fear left. Yeah. Um. So I. I mean, I I still love the ending. I love the ending because you you know yeah, how those other two running in are still, dead. Is yeah. It's still like because you're pumped. Like, yeah. and the flip side is with Hereditary. You're like, holy fuck. This is a horribly bleak ending. Mm-hmm. This one, it's a yeah, yeah. fucking run. Yeah, you know? I mean, it's a little bleak because sad the dead. It's bleak in the sense that you know, but you you knew that someone was gonna die. But they got new life, right? They got the you baby. knew that someone was gonna die because they killed the kid off in the beginning. Yeah. What as soon as you see the they kid, they killed the youngest kid. Just like that, they yeah. didn't kill the kid who was already sick. So right away, you're like, well, no one's safe. No one's safe. <laughs> you know. I actually, I at first I thought she gives birth and gets killed. You okay. know, I thought that was going to be one of the moves that they would have made. Yeah, let's go back to the birth scene. So holy fuck! So <laughs> drunk, drunk since is coming back to the sun. They see the red lights on. Yeah, that means she's in labor, right? She clicks. He's like, oh my god! And then, and then he sees the monsters, and he tells this kid, "You got to go do the fireworks." Exactly. And when the fireworks go start going off and she just finally lets up the she's like yeah oh man like i couldn't imagine that i 
I couldn't imagine stepping on the nail. Yeah. And being like, doing everything I could not to speak, right? I couldn't imagine that. And just like I couldn't imagine giving birth, that pain, and I'm not equating that to stepping on a nail, just so we're clear, the four female viewers that we have, <laughs> subscribers, whatever you want to call them, I won't equate that to that. Um, I, I just couldn't imagine just doing it like, like a Scientologist, a silent birth. Which is insane. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely insane. It's different if you have to do it to survive. <laughs> yeah. You know, those parameters, I would do my best to make, to do it. But like, oh, but yeah, when she lets out that scream, when she finally gets to let it out, you're just like, oh boy. And his face when he gets out there and just sees the bloody tub. I know. I was like, oh my God, this is fucked. And, and I knew. I knew she wasn't dead. And I knew the baby was there. Yeah. But the other part, I love how it leads into the scene where basement's filling up and that thing is in there with her looking around like well, at one point when it dies under the water i was like that seems weird that a thing that primarily hears would go underwater but then i was like yeah but i guess at this point it's gonna bump into something and just gut it whenever it hits it's gonna be like and you know maybe they came from the water Maybe they came from the water. We don't Maybe, know where they came from. But also their hearing is going to be so good that they yeah. will hear under the water. Because oh, I mean, yeah. you can hear under the water. Oh, easily. You can hear movement. You can hear people That's why like when she gets oh. to the baby the baby box, it just stands up right there. Just like, oh. That part was like, oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. And then when she backed up into the part where it's coming down, mm -hmm. I was just like, oh, oh. I know you're not at hundred percent safe, but I can breathe a little bit better <laughs> knowing that you're behind the water, but I was still just like oh, it was so good. So suspenseful. So suspenseful. Edge of the seat the whole hour. Oh. Now. Even the second time I watched it, um like even the second time and I was still just like, oh, yeah, I forgot that this movie still is like, no no no, you're gonna watch this. Yeah. <laughs> you're not gonna be looking at your phone. You know? Like, oh, yeah, I saw this in the theater, and then I watched it again last night, and I didn't look at my phone once. It grips you. Like, the I, second I, time around, I was starting to do it, because, you know, you kind of get in the habit of doing it. But after, I think, uh, once they killed the kid right away, I was just like, oh, yeah, I forgot. This, yeah, is, yeah. this is one of those movies. I'll see you in a couple of hours. Yeah. Right. yeah. You know, I was just oh, fuck, man. It was so good. So good. I wish I was there when your dad was like, what about the nail? <laughs> what is, how is he going to get rid of it? I couldn't believe they were watching it, too. He's like, oh, I'm going to go watch Quiet Place. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> yeah, like, my mom's going to be jumping and punching my dad the whole time. <laughs> that's what she does when she jumps. She punches the person beside her. <laughs> oh, uh, that's got to be painful. Yeah. <laughs> she can punch. Oh, yeah. She can fucking punch. Oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she can punch. Megan can punch, too. Oh, Megan's got a good punch. She's got a punch. Bony little knuckles. I remember, actually, she was one of the few girls that I saw growing up that didn't punch like this. <laughs> you know how, like, women do that weird punching thing? Yeah, where it kind you're of just like, wrist a little. Where you're literally like, no one showed you how to punch. Yeah. She's, like, locked, locked wrist and just, <laughs> bam, 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 bam. It's like, ah, oh, God, I don't want that. I don't <laughs> want that at all. Or someone who doesn't know how to punch. Michelle does the, she does the straight wrist punch yeah yeah <clears throat> but uh yeah that was a nice little tangent yeah sound editing 
unbelievable. Like you would think that a movie with not much sound would be like, oh, but the, the the sound editing is amazing. In this. Especially is, the way it flows with the with what, the score. What I like is when you do hear sound, and there's certain things too, like when they're walking in the forest. Every other movie, when you're in the forest, you hear everything. Mm -hmm. Animals. You don't hear any of that. Yeah. You know? I think the argument could be made, like, if they had birds, you could say, well, the birds fly, which set this up high. There's no indication that these things can climb trees. Mm -hmm. But no other animals. Like, I've never seen a movie where they're strolling in the forest just kind of like, hmm, no guns, no knives, no nothing. Because yeah. why would they worry about anything? Everything's already been cleared out. By these things, but when and the sound a, does hit, yeah, it throws you because you're like, oh yeah, that's right. Especially when uh, it involves uh, Regan, because when when it's someone else's point of view, you get like the static silence. Like, yeah, it, it's quiet, but it still has that that sound is still there. But that's right. Hers just nothing, nothing. Absolutely, when they go nothing. from her point of view. Yeah, that I, I remember the first couple times that they did that. I remember just being like. Oh, right. Yes. It would be from her perspective. Yeah. And then when they do that ear splitting sound, yeah. you're just like, oh, but I can only imagine how bad it would be for her. Mm -hmm. You know? But absolutely incredible movie. I love this movie. Absolutely love it. One of my favorite movies last year. Um, I give it five out of five. I loved every second of it. I gave both of them five out of fives. Five Christians out of fives. I mean, I just like Hereditary more. That's mm -hmm. it. Neither one is better in any way, shape, or form. Because, like, I mean, all the things, all the positives that I said about Hereditary, I've already said about this movie, you know? Yeah. Just, I gotta say, like, like I said, these, these two movies with two first-time directors, and they're just like, this is it, mm -hmm. you know? I mean, even if there was a bit more of a... I feel like if there was any sort of studio pushback, it would be in a, in a quiet place. Because that was a bit more of a polished studio movie. Yes, absolutely. But even then, for them to still be able to say, well, that's pretty much my movie. Mm -hmm. Like, if there was a couple of changes, it wasn't... I don't feel like if there was any changes, it wasn't like, ugh, some marketing exec said we need this, and that's why we have this. You know, you know, you know when you watch a movie and you're just like, this is why we have this, because a committee said we need all these things, you know? Mm -hmm. I just... It was just a tight, short movie told the story it needed to tell, yep. left you wanting more. Like you said, the fact that they're doing a sequel and they are potentially with a different family could go either way, but I, I have no reason to doubt them. I trust that this will still be a really good movie. John Krasinski's writing it. If he's writing it, he's not sure if he's going to return to direct, but he's doing the screenplay. Mm -hmm. That's enough for me. Uh, I, th I would actually... If he signed on to do the directing again, then I'd be like, 100%, this would be great. Yeah. You know? Because you just because he wrote it doesn't mean they have to use that script the way it was written. Whereas if you're the director as well as the writer, chances are, you know? I, saw, I don't know how it will play out. Like, it, they could. They could go anyway. They could literally they could go anyway. The first, the first few days. Like before they could they, do, like, the first... They, they could know, do, like, a prequel, so to speak. That'd be the only way they could for do that. to come back and start again. But if you're going to do another family, then why do it that? Right. Why do that? Why have them show up? Because then it sort of robs it from the other family's perspective, right? Mm -hmm. You want to get emotionally invested in this family. You don't want to be like, 
oh, hey, that's cool, that family. Be yeah, Jim Halpert's back. Woo! You know what I mean? He's got a little bit thinner beard because it's a different time period, but yes! <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I Will I it take place like... in a different city? Maybe they'll follow one of the families where he like lights the torch and then, oh, you see all the torches light up. See something, something that the, or somehow like if they do some sort of a link where you have the family hearing, um, what is it, Evelyn? Evelyn. Evelyn saying, "Hey guys, hearing. If you fuck with their hearing, you can kill them." Then I would be like, "Okay," because then that's literally all you need. Yeah. You have that little bit where you go, "That's how they know. That's how they know how to do it." Right. Um, that would be great. Um, but I, I, I'm a little torn, even though I, I'll liken this to The Last of Us. The Last of Us, amazing uh, video game story. Mm -hmm. Gameplay is really great. Nothing nothing game-changing about the gameplay. Same gameplay as okay? Uncharted. If you like that, then you'll like that. Yeah, Last exactly. But the story was so crazy awesome that I could replay that game a million times and be it. So yeah. good. Whereas when they originally started talking about Last of Us 2... I was like, yeah, but how can you really do it? And they're like, yeah, but we're picking it up after that, the ending, you know, and I'm like, yeah, but uh, I almost wish, because originally they talked about, yeah, if we do a sequel, we'll probably look at someone else. It'll be a, from a different person's perspective, right? I was like, okay, well, I guess that would be the only way to really do it. But even then I was kind of like, but again, what's the point? Yeah. Because you're kind of just doing the same story just with new characters that I'm supposed to care about. And I might, but I might not. Mm -hmm. Whereas, well, now, now they're doing it, Ellie. Now I'm like, yeah, but yeah. Actually, but, but I'm still kind of like the gameplay. The, the gameplay trailer they showed really didn't do anything for me. It did it for me because it was all humans, and I'm like, now I feel like we're getting into Walking Dead territory, where the, the the creatures don't matter anymore. Okay, yeah, I can see. I see where you're coming from, and that's why I was playing it to begin with. But I kind of. I kind of liked the change, but I guess part of it is just the gameplay Gameplay trailer is awesome. Yeah. Like how seamless it is to literally be like uh, crouch running up, grab this, throw that, buddy oh. reacts. Drop that. Drop him, and then pick this up because you don't want to leave a mess. Yeah. You know, all the while taking out all these people before anyone knows you're there. I was like, man, this is crazy cool. Like that's like... Um, that's the kind of stealth that they're trying. They were trying to push in Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah, well, I mean, they kind of did with Uncharted Four, and that's what I felt like. I felt like I was just watching Uncharted Four reskin. Oh yeah, and, and I haven't played Uncharted Four yet. I feel I'm starting to feel like like Naughty Dog is a great storyteller, but gameplay wise, they're kind of a one trick pony. Well, I mean, uh, I remember when I played Uncharted. I loved the story. Yeah. The gameplay was terrible. Like, uh, the puzzle solving and the uh, platforming was impeccable. Mm -hmm. But the actual combat was painful. Yeah, you get stuck in a wall. and Or even just in the opening sequence on the pirate boat, and you have to, like, fight these pirates while figuring out the aiming mechanics, and it was terrible. I died a bunch of times, and I shouldn't have. It was the opening sequence of the fucking game. Plus, plus that came out the game of the PS3 when they were trying to push their tilt technology. Oh, so all but yeah. that, that friggin' shit. I remember that, that and that's probably what fucked me up the most. Yeah. But then when I played the second one, where the combat got better, mm -hmm. the in fact, a lot better, 
the uh, still did uh, shitty uh, sneak attack mechanics. I remember that one. It wasn't as good for sneak attacks. Like you sneak attack one guy, but everyone knows you're there anyway. Yeah. Was that the second one, or was that still the first one? Might have been the first one. Oh wow. Second one, the gameplay overall just got better, but the story was still, for the most part, really good. For the most part. For the most part. And then you get number three, which was a masterpiece. Third, yeah. Gameplay. Story and gameplay. Gameplay was amazing. Number three is so good. Like, you could actually stealth areas if you were were smart about it. Like, if you actually planned it, you could stealth an area. And I remember, like, being like, yeah, this feels like something he would be doing. Yeah. Because why would he want to take a million bullets in the face? Why not? You know? I yeah. Infinity lines. I'll kill this guy. Yeah. You don't have to go into the logistics of an archaeologist actually being okay killing everybody. But whatever. But you can kill that guy, kill that guy, and if you kill enough before they see you, you've thinned out the herd nicely. Which mm-hmm. is ideally what most stealth guys, stealth game players do. Like I, for me, so. Yeah. But like, I could see the one-trick pony stuff, actually. I really could see the one-trick pony, because I remember... I remember Crash Bandicoot. I didn't like the first one. I liked the second one, but I absolutely loved Crash Warped. Yeah. That was the pinnacle. I see, I couldn't get into Crash. I was like the gameplay bear in Spyro, and if I was going to platform on PlayStation, I, I was on Spyro. I absolutely loved Spyro. Spyro was the best of the early bunch, for sure. And then Jack and Daxter came out, and oh. it, it was awesome platforming, <laughs> but gameplay-wise, it was a lot of like Crash Bandicoot. You were still doing a spin and everything. Yeah, but I. And that rapid- might be why I really liked Jack and Daxter, though. Yeah. I really like Jack and Daxter. Right, and I love Jack and Daxter. I thought that was like, okay, it's a perfect amount of this, but I love this new world. The story was awesome. And then Insomniac did Ratchet and Clank. And, Which I never played. And Naughty Dog went, oh, you can do a platforming with shooting? And boom, Jack 2 is a shooter. Oh, man. And it was so- hard. It was hard. I feel like they're, they they mimic and then they try to perfect. Like, Uncharted is 100% Gears of War off Xbox. The cover system and everything, the shooting. Really, eh? Oh, 100%. Huh. They even admit it. They admit, <laughs> they, they admit that two months or three, I love months, three months before Uncharted came out, it had a totally different gameplay system. That's hilarious. They re-rigged everything to make it play like Gears. Wow. And then Last of Us is just... Growing off of that. Oh, yeah. They added a bunch of stuff for Uncharted 4, and now this is just Uncharted well, 4. I like, I can see what you're talking about, because even like, like I, I, I always say this whenever I talk about The Last of Us, I always say, like, gameplay wise, it's exactly like all the other games around that area. Yeah. Because you, you have your crafting. You know, it, I'll give them credit, it makes sense within the confines of the world. Yeah, yeah. it makes sense. You craft this, craft this, put this together. Yeah. So the crafting, which, and because not everything that I played had crafting, I was like, okay, this is kind of, this is mm-hmm. neat, this is alright. Um, it is, it does get a little broken though when you figure out to make the, uh, what is it, the Molotov cocktails? Yeah. The With cans. The nails and yeah, the, can, yeah. the nails, yeah. Once you make those, then you just farm stuff for that. That's all I did. I had so many of those, and that's all I did. Yeah. I would like I'd go for bullets. I'd go for arrows because I did really like the arrow system. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was just like, why would I craft all this shit when I just craft this stuff? Because I remember the first time you fought the big huge puker. Yeah. 
and he was so incredibly hard in the the gym, mm-hmm. and you were like, holy shit, because you had to run up, fire, 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 back off before he kills you, right? But then I remember I was uh, later on in the, the other school, yeah, and he's literally like right there, and I just went dead one <laughs> shot. I was like, okay. Craft all of those. That's it. That's I it. don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. So then later, towards the end, where now you're uh, you're fighting off that horde and they're coming at you up to the upstairs area, I would just wait till you got close. Wait till you got close. You know? Yeah. Figure out where to bottleneck them and then just go from there. But uh, but like I said, nothing game changing about the. So I uh, yeah, story. it makes sense that they're literally just the like, this is what you guys are doing. We'll do the same thing. We'll just make it better. Yep. To their credit, they're doing it, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but interesting. That's a nice little video game tactic. Yeah. We're, we're dwarves. We're dwarves. We're geeks? Some would say geeks. Some would say geeks. Yep. I've also heard some say nerds, but I disagree with that because we're not smarter. We're smart in the comic books and the video games and all yeah. that other stuff. We're not like, uh, like, I couldn't tell you anything after... Uh, 0.314 what the rest of pi is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. I couldn't tell you. I could talk about uh, my thoughts on time travel, but mm-hmm. if you talk about physics, I'm like, can we talk about anything else? Yeah, yeah. Can we oh, talk about boobs, you're please? You're a nerd. <laughs> yeah, you're a nerd. I'm a geek. Yeah, right? I like geek because it implies that I'm into this kind of shit, mm-hmm. which I am. Yeah. Nerd implies that I could be into this kind of shit, but I'm also into a bunch of stuff. Like, I'm into the stuff that explains superheroes. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I've read a couple of physics books for superheroes. <laughs> and even those ones... Not the like, real world stuff at all. I, even those books, I was like... It's kind of... It's a cool read, and it was interesting, but I'd never go back to it. Yeah. You know? Because, like I said before, it's all... You have to accept part of the premise for the rest of it to line up. Like, mm-hmm. you have to accept that a guy like The Flash could exist. After that, the science all maps out. It all makes sense based on that, as yeah. long as you can get to that point. So. Um, in, cool, in conclusion, mm-hmm. Quiet Place, amazing. Amazing. Love it. Watch it. I'm sure most people have watched that. I feel like more people have probably seen that in Hereditary. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, watch for both. For sure. 100% watch both. And Chris, Quiet Place features monsters, and that's uh, a good segue, like I said, for Monster March, right? Right? Did you say that's a good segue? It is. Lead right into our big announcement of Monster March. <laughs> I mean, I'll say that it's a segue. It's a good one. <laughs> I don't know. Monsters, monsters. Wait, what'd you say? Monsters. I thought you said monsters, funsters. I was like, what the fuck is happening here? Maybe I need a hearing aid. Funsters. Um... Monster March, I'm actually excited for Monster March. I am too. I um, love giant monsters. I know when you were like, well, we could also do Monster May. I was like, no, let's do Monster March. Monster March <laughs> sounds better. Like, they're literally marching we on could, buildings. We could probably do uh, Netflix Marvel May. <laughs> <laughs> Marvel May? <laughs> Marvel May do what? Huh? Cancel all our shows. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Yep. Um, yeah, nope. Uh, Monster March, I'm pretty pumped about this. Yes. We're going to talk Cloverfield. Are we? Mm-hmm. What else we can talk about? we got a lot of big monster movies, but we're going to, we're picking four. We're picking four because, yeah. um. There's so many. There's so many. But I, I kind of like the we're idea. We're leaving my favorites for later, I think. But we're doing Troll Hunter. Yeah. 
totally underrated, amazing not, troll hunter. I could not do that without doing troll hunter. Yeah, the yeah. host. Cloverfield, I'm literally doing partly because I've only watched it the one time. Okay. I've only watched it the one time, and I really liked it mm -hmm. because I it was like everything's found footage. Everything's found footage. So I was like, yeah, that's great. I, that was awesome. I don't need to watch anything else. Yeah. Troll Hunter was incredible. I thoroughly enjoyed that, and I was blown away by it. Um, and then, where you mentioned the host. The host, an amazing South Korean monster oh, movie. Oh, so good. One of those movies where they started to make people go, wait, hold on. Yeah. People in South Korea make movies? And they're like this? Okay, sign me up, which mm -hmm. I thought was great. And then, uh, and there's no particular order. I kill giants. Yeah, wonderful little gem from last year. Man, I actually watched it on Netflix as, a, as on a whim. And it was yeah. like, hmm, very nice. Very good. Very yes, good. very good. Very good indeed. Yes. Yeah. We are gonna do the Godzilla movies eventually, but I think we'll do that closer to. The is movie. that is that the your favorite one you were alluding to? Uh, well, my favorites, my two big ones would be King Kong, 1933 and 2005. Love them both. And I thought you were going to say Jurassic, or no, uh, Godzilla 2001. Or 2000? It was Godzilla. 1998. It was 1998? Godzilla. Oh, yeah, because the sequel was Godzilla 2000. Yeah. That's right. Zilla? Zilla. Why are you saying Zilla? That's why everyone calls him Zilla. They're like, he's not a god, he's just Zilla. Who the fuck said that? Godzilla fans. Like, of the Toho movies? Yeah, they called him Zilla. Oh. In fact, Toho even calls him Zilla. They put him in one of their movies. And he gets, <laughs> and he gets murdered in a second. What movie was that? It was the one after Godzilla 2000. Final Wars or something? <laughs> that is awesome. Godzilla's I'm going to YouTube up, that yeah, just to see that because that's ripping hilarious. Up shit, Godzilla's ripping up shit and then Zilla just shows up and runs to him gets bitch slapped. Yeah, watch the clip. I, um, so funny. I actually, I will admit, when you said uh, Zilla, I thought, like, are religious people really getting on it? No. Where they're no. like, hold on, no, 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 Zilla. Because nobody's God yeah. but God. Yeah. He's just a Zilla. But Toho fans, okay, I can yeah. see why they would say he's just Zilla. That's fine. That's fine. Because I remember I even watched the cartoon that was based off that, and that mm. was hard to watch. No, I didn't mind a 98 film because, A, I wasn't really a big Toho fan. I love 1954's Godzilla. It's brilliant. It's amazing. But I feel like everything just got too silly after that. Uh, you know what? Like, I, I, he, Godzilla was one of those movies where you watch when they're on type of thing. Like, I watched the original mm -hmm. and was blown away by how great the so original good. was. Um, especially because you're like, it's nuts, the special effects. Like, mm -hmm. the things that they're doing. What they did? Amazing. Um, and then I've watched, like, a smattering of them from time to time. I was never, like, a huge Toho fan. Yeah. Um, so I, I do like the 98 one. It's one of those where, like, I know it's a bad movie, and I can watch it. But it's fun. And I can tell you why it's a bad movie. Mm -hmm. Um, I like the design of him. I actually do like the design of him. Um, I, I like it because it does look like an American Godzilla. Yeah. Like, you can see it and go, that's their Godzilla. I think it gets so much hate because it's called Godzilla. If it was called anything else, it was oh, just a, yeah. a giant monster oh, 100%. movie. 100%. It's People like, like that's a great giant monster. It's like movie. Born Legacy. Yeah. Okay. It's not necessarily a bad movie. No. But it's a bad Jason right. Bourne movie. It was called anything else. Anything else. You know. Like, anything else. Get crossed. Yeah. Exactly. I actually think that's not bad. Don't for a cross for us. These are all terrible taglines yes. for a poster. <laughs> <laughs> cross. It's a big cross. They thought yeah. they would get away with it, but they didn't realize they crossed Alex Cross. <laughs>
is it Aaron? It's Aaron Cross, because Alex Cross is that other yeah. um, Tyler Perry vehicle. Or no, they tried it with Tyler Perry. Yeah. They tried to make him an action star with Alex Cross. Mm, yeah. Let's get the guy that uh, dresses up like Medea. Yeah, it would be great if we replaced Morgan Freeman with the Medea guy. Yeah. Hey, could you do like four push-ups and then we'll just tell everybody you're an yeah. action star? I even watched that. Like, Magic Fox was in there as, a, as the bad guy. And I like Matthew Fox. I didn't and even then, movie. I was like... Mm. I didn't even watch the movie. I didn't even care. I didn't even care how ripped and in shape he got for the movie. I was like, no thanks. Yeah. I didn't care enough to find out that But anyway, so like I said, I I will, I will watch the Godzilla 98 version all day long. Yeah. The re, the remake is so good, though. Oh, yes. Oh, and that's... We will so chat the remake before, so before the new so one. Good. So good. So anyways, that is a quiet place, and, uh... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh. Hold Oh, oh, yes, on. yes, okay. This is interesting, I gotta tell you, because this is the first I've heard of this. Really? It's funny, it's funny. Okay, so people before talk about... Before we go, before we go. Okay, so people are talking about... We're gonna get a younger Batman in the Batman, yeah, right? Recast the Batman. Batman is gone. We have to recast Wolverine, you have to. People are talking Robert Pattinson. Now, now... Automatically, you're thinking the sparkly vampire from Twilight, and that's bad. With all the makeup, you're like Batman. No, you watch him and anything else afterwards. He's got the chops. I think he could probably pull it off. I'm not so sure about the Bruce Wayne aspect of you said. It's um, but I can see him it, in the cowl. What it is for me is not so much the portrayal of Bruce Wayne or Batman, mm -hmm. and my reasons are because he's a great actor. He's not terrible by any means. No. Okay? No. Um, and like I had said about Batman, you could just put him in the costume. He doesn't have to... Because it's Batman, he doesn't actually have to do any training. He doesn't have to do any of the fight scenes. It can all be stunt doubles. Yeah. You know what I mean? He doesn't even have to get in shape because it's the nature of the costume. You know, like Brandon Routh had several different Superman costumes mm -hmm. with several different paddings based on what he was going to be doing in that scene. Yeah. Okay? Not that he wasn't in good shape. He was in good shape. He got in good shape. But he didn't get in Henry Cavill shape. No. You know. Um, Michael Keaton got in shape for the movie. But he didn't get in Christian Bale shape. You know what I mean? Yep. Granted, we're in a different time period. But you could go that route. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, what it is, is visually, he doesn't look like Bruce Wayne to me. No. He looks too otherworldly. <coughs> Sorry. But I mean... He looks like he plays... He usually has, like, the spiky type of hair, right? It doesn't even... I'm not even talking about that part. I'm just talking, like, visually, he looks like he would play a vampire better than he would play a weirdo billionaire who fights crime as a ninja bat. I can tell you already, right. he doesn't play a vampire very well. Well, that's partly because the vampires in those movies aren't really vampires. No. You don't sparkle in the sunlight, you die. And it's horribly painful. Okay? That's kind of... It's kind of like you can't have your cake and eat it too. Yeah, there's has to be a huge trade off. But so um, we'll see how that plays out. If it happens, I don't think it's going to happen. If it comes down to him and Army Hammer, though, it better be Pattinson. Oh man, why would it come down to those two? Because they're talking Army Hammer. Why? I know. Why is it even still a conversation? About Army Hammer, ever. How do we get Batman to just uh, be a giant, huge douchebag? I'm sorry. How do, you get, how do you get Ben Affleck? Mm -hmm. Okay? I'll give you this. Following Christian Bale, yeah. 
yeah. was going to be really hard, mm-hmm. especially the ending it ending it with Joseph Gordon Joseph Gordon Levitt. Okay, Levitt, Levitt, it's Levitt. That's right. Yeah, because he's, he's not. There's a couple teasers. You got pronounced. He's not, he's not related to Eugene, so no, no, yeah. no. Especially because they teased that he was going to follow in the footsteps and be Batman. Yeah. And I don't care what anybody says. It wasn't Nightwing. It wasn't Robin. It was Batman. Mm-hmm. Okay? So you had those two things to overcome. They go with Ben Affleck. And he's not my favorite Batman. But he's not a terrible Batman. Mm-hmm. He's actually... He does the best he can with the script that he's given. Listen, okay? I think he's probably the best Batman. Unfortunately, he has some of the worst scripts. The stuff that he did in Batman v Superman in that last fight scene, where it's very much Arkham City, Arkham uh, uh, Asylum inspired, mm-hmm. that is the coolest fight scene. Even though he's killing everybody, that's the coolest fight scene yeah. I've ever seen in a Batman movie, and we should see more of that. Okay. However, um, he's, in my opinion, not as good as Bale, but they had a really hard, like a large hurdle to overcome. So Ben Affleck. Great actor. Good, <laughs> my opinion, a good to great Batman. All right, Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. Could be a lot better. But again, script. We're talking script mm-hmm. and the direction. Yeah, he was given this to read. Yep. He was told to do that. He did those things. Okay. Um, patented, or Pattinson and Army Hammer are horrible follow-ups. To this, and I'm not saying that based on the fact that I don't like him in any. Uh, Army Hammer, I'm not a big fan of. I've never seen him in anything where I was like, "You're really good." Yeah, I don't think he's a good actor, and I mean, I don't really like him as a person either on social media. It depends, like yeah, exactly. He just doesn't seem like a good person. Like not him. that that's like necessarily him. what you need to do to be Batman, but but I mean, I if those are the two that it comes down to, it's Pattinson by default. And that's terrible. That is not good, you know. But having said that, who would you cast for Batman? Well, that's the thing. Like, I'm still on this. I don't want anyone else. I want more Ben Affleck. Exactly. Like, exactly. It's hard I for feel me to super... think about who should be Batman when I'm like, I'm not like shouldn't be done yet. Yeah, I'm like, I don't feel like it's okay for them to leave just yet. Yeah, and they could do the Batman with a younger Batman, and we're doing the whole Joker thing where now we got two guys playing the Joker. But now they're saying might not actually be the Joker, and you're like, well, then what the fuck is the point? I still think we should get even though Justice League was not a success. I still want Justice League too. Yeah, I still want Affleck in there. I I actually I, I do think we're gonna get a Justice League too. I do, but I think it's gonna be later. And it's going to be, yeah, you know, yep. just Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and the Trench hanging out together. Hold on. Shazam. Shazam? Yeah. We'll know. actually go, joke's on know. you, he's in this we world. we got to see how Shazam is first. Um, I, but again, like, because I feel the same way. I haven't really mentally cast the guy because I don't, but I can tell you I don't see either of those guys at yeah. all. Yeah, I am. It seems like Warner Brothers' is, like go-to guy is Army Hammer because at one point he was supposed to be Superman. And then Green Lantern there. Green Lantern and now Batman. Like that. Just be someone. Anybody, we really like you. And it's like, yeah. how, why? What has he done that That's makes just you say like, well, we're going to recast Wonder Woman with Army Hammer. Like, I'll say this. When they cast Ben Affleck, while I wasn't one of the guys that was like, yeah, this is awesome. I was also not one of the guys who was like, this is stupid. Yeah. I was like, I don't know, man. I was like, well, because everyone was on the whole Geely kick still. 
for some reason. Which you is know, ridiculous. It was like 15 years ago. Because didn't he like literally like, do Gone Girl Gone? Ben Affleck is going to be uh, Batman. Gone Girl, and then, then it was like they cast him as Batman? Yeah. Argo, The Town. Like, he's been making some damn good movies the last few he's years. He's been making some damn good movies his entire career. Yeah. They just focus on the one or two things he did that was terrible. Yeah. From like a half a lifetime ago. But anyway. Uh, but, um, okay, so the other one on the <clears> list here, which you said you haven't heard of. Nope. Now, Daniel Radcliffe was reading, uh, was doing this thing, I think, for IGN, where you read a bunch of Google searches. Okay. It says, will Daniel, Daniel Radcliffe, and then he reveals what it says after. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've seen that, yep. Will Daniel Radcliffe reveal it, play the next Wolverine? And hmm. then he went, hmm. And he kind of went, no, no, yeah, 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 I'm doing it, right? And then I was thinking about, and he was joking, but I was like, he's 5'5". Five five. Mm -hmm. I've seen him play um, some scruffier, way different characters than Harry Potter the last couple of years. Anyone can bulk up. Hugh Jackman bulked right up for Wolverine. He was a skinny runt when he started. Oh, I know. So I actually think it's hysterical Like when you look at him in X-Men, and then you look at him in X-Men 2, and you're just like, that's the same guy? Yeah. That's the same fucking guy? But then you look at him in uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine, and you're like, what the fuck? But, yeah. MCU, Disney, is going to recast Wolverine. They have to. It's going to happen. Hugh Jackman's done. They have to. They're going to want someone younger that can carry it for a while. I would I'm still, like, I'm still Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy's too old, and he's doing Venom now. He's not much younger than Hugh Jackman. I mean... Hold on. He's not... How old is he? He's in his 40s? He's our age. He's going to be 40 by the time they do a Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, because now we're looking at a franchise for Venom, so he's locked up. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and I mean, I'm not against with the Radcliffe, though. I'm honestly not against it. And then, uh, this, this I'm not necessarily sold, just so we're clear. Like, all the things that you're saying, I'm like, check, check, check. I get all that. Yeah, not necessarily sold. I okay. wish I wasn't shooting with my phone right now so I could show, uh, show you a concept piece. Um, there's a graphic designer online called Boss Logic. You ever okay. heard of him? Nope. He does concept art um, with fan castings as the actual character. That's kind of neat. And he did this one of Daniel Radcliffe. As oh, I'll friend. Google it. Play it all. <clears throat> it's actually pretty good looking. And he's got, you know, like... My hesitation isn't the visual. Yeah. It's not the visual. Because I'm the guy that was like, oh, Hugh Jackman is 5'10"? Yeah. Yeah, you couldn't get a shorter guy to be... 6'2". He's 6'2". Yeah. That's right. He's 6'2". Because what's his face? Uh, Tyler Mayne was like 6'7". Yeah. That's right. But I, I remember being like, yeah, but no, one of the things is that Wolverine is a shorter guy. And for 20 years, that's all comic fans have bitched about. It's the height of Wolverine. And it's still... Not that it's he's still, giving the best performance ever as Wolverine. It's still one of those things where I'm just like, yeah, but... Yeah. I love Hugh Jack. I love his Wolverine. Yeah. I love almost everything that they've done with that character. Um... And even just, like, the reverence that he still has for that character, I think is just amazing. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, he's 5'3", he's everything other than the movie. So I'm just kind of like, ah. So him being 5'5", five, five, I like that. He's 5'5". Five, five. And yeah, he can bulk up. He's young. He can bulk right up. He can bulk up. And, uh... It's just... I'm really... I'll have to see the visual... Um, and even, like, I'm not even questioning his pedigree. It's just, I, I don't I don't know if I see it, though. That's the only thing. 
at first I didn't. I was like, ah, come on now. And then I thought about it. I'm like, he's got the acting chops. He's a really good actor. I've watched him do a few different movies the last few years. And uh, he can act his ass off now. Like, Harry Potter is in the past. I don't see Harry Potter when I look at him anymore. Uh, yeah, but I've never been one of those guys that's been hung up on those things. Yeah. Like, so... I, I can understand why people get like that. Mm -hmm. But I've never been one of those guys. Uh, just, I guess, because that's just me. But whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I don't see it right now, but I'll Google that, uh, yeah, so that like, image he, and I'll see he's that. In his, he's <clears throat> in his early, mid-20s right now. So he'd be close to 30 by the time a, a new Wolverine got going. He's good for a good 12 to he 15 could carry, years, probably. Depending on how long they, they go with it. So, I don't know. We'll, yeah, we'll definitely see. That's what they're talking about. Right. Uh, I mean, that, not, that's just rumors. That's not the we worst news, a, though. We don't have an idea. That's not the worst news. They didn't suddenly go, well, it's between Radcliffe and uh, Army Hammer. Yeah. Well, the other one going around is Zach Efron. But again, I would I would take Radcliffe over an Efron. I think I would, too. Because, like, I actually think Efron would be the perfect Nightwing. Yeah. You know, like, I think Visually would, build everything. Visually, um, like, when I was watching Baywatch, and yes, I watched Baywatch, and hold on, I enjoyed it for what it was. <laughs> for what it was, yeah. You know, sure. but I also, like, you look at the trailers, and I don't know why any thought, anybody thought it was going to be anything different. Mm -hmm. The trailers told you what kind of movie it was. Hurt the bomb was ridiculous. Yeah. But, but his character in Baywatch, I was like, that guy could be Nightwing. Yeah. You know? The way he played it, because he's, you know, kind of cocky in the sense that he's good at everything kind of thing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's kind of Nightwing in a, in a nutshell. Not necessarily cocky, but kind of. Yeah. Well, you know? I see it. Like, if you didn't know him, you'd go, he's kind of cocky. If you knew him, you'd be like, that's just how he is. Mm -hmm. He's just fucking around, right? Um, and in the, uh, the sorority movies. Yes. Those three where I was like, I can, I could see him as Nightwing. Mm. But Wolverine... Again, that Boss Logic 1 guy did a Zac Efron too. So, I mean, visually you can see visually, what both like of either like. one, either one, I guess. Yeah. I mean, if you're looking at a ready-made superhero, it's Zac Efron. Yeah, I mean, some people have said Scott Eastwood, but Scott Eastwood's like over six... So again, we're getting right back to the same Hugh Jackman problem. The other thing is, Scott Eastwood looks too much like Hugh Jackman for it to be any real. Yeah. And at that point, it's like, why? Well, why not just get Hugh Jackman? Because if you do Scott Eastman or Eastwood, sorry, do Scott Eastwood, and no offense to Scott Eastwood, then they're just going to do the same Wolverine. Yeah. You know. Whereas with Radcliffe and Efron. You can do a little more of a different Wolverine. Mm -hmm. Kind of make him a little bit more lighthearted. Or you can do other things with him. Yeah. And you'll at least have the rest of the comic book world going, finally they got his height right. Jesus. Mm -hmm. Yeah. At least he's a little bit closer to being 5'3". I'm like under 5. Okay. So 5'3", yeah. you're like, on the one hand, it adds to the fact that this is a tough motherfucker. Yeah. But that's really hard to do that. Yeah. Like, you, you have to get a guy who is 5'3 in proportion. You can't have a guy like Danny DeVito. No offense to Danny DeVito. But, I mean, he's got a build to him that you can't have him be fighting guys much larger than him with claws coming out of his hands. And people going, makes sense. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, so. Cool. 
yeah. Okay. So, All yeah. right. So, uh, we'll see what happens. That's we will that. just see what happens. That's that, and that's that can cast. Is it that can cast? That can cast. Pew pew. Blues. See you in Monster Merch. <laughs>